Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Alright, back in the studio with Tyler D and Despicable B. Let's put them up. Hey. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers. How are we feeling? So good tonight. Half cocked and ready to rock. I'm pretty yoked. <laughs> I have a story I am excited to get into. Give it to us. I baby. learned some news today. What you What's that? My bad, my bad, my bad. Happy knees. Vibrations were getting nasty, but why? But why? Vibrations are definitely coming from that direction. <laughs> Guess what I found out today. What'd you find out today? Sup, Blake? What happened? They're making a sequel to Coming to America. No. What? Coming numerical two. The squeakle. This to Amer- coming to America. <laughs> the squeakle to America. Yes, I read. I'm so I just like casually that. came awesome. across an article yesterday that was confirming Wesley oh Snipes so is going to be that. joining uh, the cast. Yeah. He is going to be playing General Izzy, who is the ruler of Zamunda's neighboring nation. And I have a little plot here for you from okay. uh, oh I- God, IMDb. So I got so cool. Akeem learns he has a long lost son in the United States, and he oh. must return to America. <laughs> to meet the unlikely heir to the throne of Zamunda, a sequel to the 1988 comedy Coming to America. I'm looking for my son, Akeem. Oh, my God. I hope he's back. I really hope James Earl Jones at least makes a a little cameo. So, like, this brings about a lot of questions. This is like a sequel I could get behind. Finally, like, one that I'm excited about. I'm 100%. Are they going to have, like, the barbershop guys? Those guys were old in 1988 when they first did it. And they, like, that was some of the best parts. In some way, they got to make an appearance. No, I bet you they'll update it. There's a new new way that Eddie Murphy does it. For sure. You think so? Yeah, but... Maybe the next, maybe the next there's gotta be some of the favorites at the same time. I can't believe like he goes back for his kid. You, you oh think it was uh, set up where it was the woman from the it's first one? Be, Lisa. Right? Sexual chocolate. Lisa. Is it, is it with Lisa? You? I hope so. I have a deed with Lisa. <laughs> She's your queen to be. Object. You think they'll have another scene with the uh, African dancers and like they have to keep to the same like vibe. I was like forever inspired after watching that movie and seeing those African dancers. Like I'm choreographed dances inspired a lot. Solely based off of that dance. Yes. I just would practice it. I loved it. It was like the whole movie is amazing. I can't believe there's a Talk about having like a big impact on some pop culture. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Eddie Murphy in general, he's not only having this coming out in 2020, but he's also working on an hour-long comedy special. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I heard he was getting yeah. back up there. Oh, that's yeah. always yeah, good that's to hear. Great. So, like, that, that's going to oh, be I'm awesome. In. I'm in that's for all of be it. Awesome. I'm a huge Eddie Murphy fan anyway. But that's an easy sell. Like, I'll be, I'll you know how many people will be excited for both of those things? He was on uh, the new season of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee with the... I saw Seinfeld. that, actually. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, that that show is hit and miss, but when he seems. Good, I love that show. Oh, I we can watch it. Yeah, like, it's, it's so easy to so watch. Easy. Fifteen minute episodes. It depends who's on it for me. Eddie Murphy seems so humble. It's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 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 Coming to America is going to be 
awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm Can't so wait. excited. That's going to be a crunchy flick. I'm yeah. so glad you told like, us about that. Yeah, I mean, we know they're doing Bill and Ted, and that's it makes Which you it so makes you think about, like when they did the Dumb and Dumber sequel even though it's the same guys it was just you know so excited 20, for that 20 years too late pretty 20 years down. too late i hope it's not going to be like that with bill and ted i don't think it's going to be like that with coming to america like even, even though no, this is 30 years later right. yeah. if anybody they're could do, do it, it right. right i mean and these guys look great like oh, it, amazing. i mean it, it, they, it, they don't look like it's been 30 years from that movie eddie murphy and arsenio hall like both right. of those yeah. guys and they're look so great. funny they're gonna be they're it's so gonna be funny. so well done it's timeless like that's gonna be great and eddie doesn't do a whole lot of stuff and when he does do something it's usually pretty remarkable so it's true yeah i'm excited that, that, for it for true. sure yeah it's gonna be great well i'm pretty yoked for that yeah so uh our crunchtastic r&d team uh sent me a little linkovich tomofsky earlier <laughs> that I, was, I was pretty excited to break down it was a buzzfeed article and it was entitled 37 genuinely wild facts about celebrities that will alter your worldview my worldview was not altered, okay. and, I, and I'm not suggesting that yours will be in any way either. So this isn't going to be completely life-changing. Clickbait a little bit, eh? Of the 37 that we have here, I only want to discuss six. Oh, okay. Like, but, but it was still pretty good. It, well, it was, it was still pretty good. Let's just dip into it. All right. So the Let's first one about. here... Because, Blair, I know you uh, are a big fan of Leighton Meester Hat. Oh, I and love Leighton Meester. Fun fact. Who's I mean, Leighton Meester? From, like, Gossip Girl. Yeah. What? She was in, um, she's in another show recently. She's been in a handful of things. About single parents. Yep, she's in single parents it's now. Something like that, but she it was She was really in good. That's My she's Boy so... with Adam Sandler. Okay, oh, all right, um, all right. Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. looked great in that too, by the way. That was when I really learned who. who I was like, who's that? Yeah. Like she was, mm-hmm. <laughs> so out some Even though her character banged her brother in that movie, like, and that's really where you see her, she oh, still yeah. looks so <laughs> good. It's, I remember it's kinda, I do not remember it's, that. It's disturbing to enjoy I that part, but I got it now. Still enjoyed it, yeah. See, <laughs> the so old any, brother. Any, yeah. See, anyway, I, I know Blair was a fan, and she was actually born in jail. <laughs> born in jail. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was sent to me because the, you know wow. we're suckers for some, trivia, like, fun facts, yeah. and you know anything that we can really? deposit in our bank of useless knowledge. Oh, like this can be it. good stuff. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's the crunchy stuff I'm excited to talk so, about. Like. When you say born in, in jail, like I in, mean, in the shower, was born while her mother was serving a 10 year sentence for what for her role in the 1980s drug smuggling ring. Damn, the big Shor- drug shortly after ring her birth, she was sent 80s. to live with her grandmother until her mother's release from prison. She's been open about her upbringing, revealing her experience made her non judgmental and open minded. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. You can tell she's cool. That's pretty great, right? Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Man, I mean, so, so that's that's interesting. That was, interesting. That, that was interesting. Again, you know, not going to alter your worldview, but that's good stuff. This moment's really good. Justin Timberlake's mom mm-hmm. became Ryan Gosling's legal guardian when they were 12 years old. Well, that's cool. I feel like I remember them being in the Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Ryan's Mickey mother Ryan's mother had to stay in Canada while he filmed with the Mickey Mouse Club. So Justin's oh. mother became his legal guardian and the pair lived together for six months. Interesting. Well, I guess for six months, that's not really a big deal. But they yeah. were 12. It's cool that they knew each other. Like, for sure. You know, that, uh, that's cool. Graduating class from Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, with Britney Spears, Britney. Yeah, Christina, Christina Aguilera. And that may be more common knowledge, but it was new to me. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I didn't that's even, awesome. I didn't even know those guys like had a tie, so that that was pretty sweet. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I was really pumped. I, I was really pumped about this. Really? And I need to look at more information on this because there was not like a. Uh, I, I didn't have a lot to go on here, but 
Woody Harrelson's father, Charles Harrelson, was a hitman who was charged with multiple murders. The more you know. Wow. The more you know. Oh my God, I literally say that. Like, who doesn't, who doesn't love Woody? That's crazy. I feel like I know I a lot about Woody. Woody. Woody's the coolest. Woody's is the coolest. Awesome. Yeah. He is one crunchy man. Like, if we could bring anybody on. If I, if I'd love I, to have a conversation like, with Woodrow. Woody would be right up there, which is, man, yeah. I'd love to talk to Woody. I thought that was really interesting. That no is no so more no crazy. more info on it, but yeah, that that was really interesting. Wow. Here's a good one. Brian Cranston was once a suspect in a murder investigation. Really? No way. A real murder yes investigation. Yes way. Wow. Yes way. So you like there when something happened, like present during the I don't believe it. During a road trip around that. America where he picked up odd jobs. Brian worked in a restaurant where he hated the head chef and often used to joke with the staff that he wanted to kill him. The chef ended up dead, which coincided with Brian leaving town around the same timeline, and it meant he became a suspect. Luckily, he was able to prove his innocence. Wouldn't that be so scary if you just like were like, whatever, I'm going to go on vacation, and all of a sudden you come in and you're like a suspect of huge murderer of the guy that you hated that died? Freaking out! Is no, that crazy? Yeah. What? Like that's that's why. Like I hated the guy, but I didn't kill him. He oh just God. seems like such being, a squeaky, being, being clean individual. I mean, but he didn't do it. Like obviously, he was like you know he was falsely accused, and he was able to prove his innocence. But it's crazy where you could be like wrong place at the wrong time, which just, is exactly what I have to say about Benedict Cumberpatch with what happened to him in 2005. He was abducted by six men with guns while filming a show in South Africa. Damn, see. That's why I don't want to leave the country. During the ordeal which saw him bound and thrown in the trunk of a car, Benedict said he was petrified of being raped or molested or tortured in some act of control or savagery. However, after four hours, the captor simply let him go, and he says the experience enriched his values in life. Well, yeah. Well, that'll definitely be life-altering. No that's that's absolutely terrifying. That's pretty crazy, right? That's actually yeah. exactly what I expect to happen if I go in another country. If I'm in like any other country, I feel like I'm going to end up in the back of the like trunk. A resort that I never leave. And, and it's it, tough for me and to want to go to yeah. another country. No, I do is, love traveling, but you just got to be so smart about it. Stay and on like the boat. just be aware at all times of your surroundings. No, you're right about that. Or else you're going to be in the back of a trunk. Yeah. And so that doesn't make you feel very good. But this is my favorite one on the list here. This is amazing. I mean, I saw Aladdin last night. (laughs) The the new one or the old one? The new one. First thoughts are, I miss Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I miss Robin Williams. I think that on like a weekly basis. Listen to this. Just like miss Robin Williams. Listen to this. Prior to his death, Robin Williams had a stipulation in his contract that for any movie or event he did, the company hiring him also had to hire a certain number of homeless people and put them in work. Wow. Such a good human I being. Know. Stipulations. I'm like not in surprised the to hear that you just like such yeah, that doesn't awesome surprise person me really. doing like, stuff like that. Really? That's awesome. That is awesome. That's awesome. I've never Love heard Robin anybody Williams. say anything bad about him. He's just such like a bright light. Yeah. He just oh. great comedic actor and he was a great drama actor too. Like yeah, he was. Oh, definitely. caught Goodwill Hunting on TV the other day and you know, I watched that whenever it's on. That's a classic and he's, he's just great in that movie. Another for sure. example of how he's just awesome. Well, we got a game. We got a Ooh, game. It's game time. <laughs> we got a game. This really, really made me think of uh interesting things about 
famous people before they were famous. I got, there was a lot of things on this list and it wasn't enough to bring together. So I thought I would put it in the form of a game. Are we ready to play before they were famous? Before they were famous. All right. So I'm going to give you, oh yeah, that's nice. Choose the correct answer of three choices. Before she was famous, Victoria Beckham was A, an extra in a mermaid-themed adult film, B, a sperm on roller skates for a sex education show, or C, a nude mannequin in a staged performing arts piece. Oh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with C, A. C, C. See, Blair says A, an extra in a mermaid-themed adult film. Really, you think she did porn? Victoria Beckham. Tyler, going with C, a nude mannequin in a stage performing arts piece. Those would be the two I made up. The correct answer no. is B, a sperm on roller skates for a sex education show that was on the BBC. Let's keep going. I was like, no way was she a sperm on roller skates. <laughs> that was the correct answer. Wow. Patrick yeah. Dempsey was A, champion juggler a champion flautist or a champion chess player it's a flautist a fl- someone who plays a flute come on Tyler give oh, your balls a tug I mean, is that like so pianist for a piano player but for flautist? someone who plays a flute is a, is a flautist it's I a flautist know. huh Blair you're off the quiet over think there you're the thinking flute. about it he doesn't hit me as like the give me flute an blower I'm gonna give go see C, a champion chess player. I like it. Tyler, answer. Champion chess. Going A. Going A. A champion juggler. juggler. He's a juggler. That's correct. Yes. Patrick Dempsey, a champion juggler. Interesting. Let's keep going. Which of the following did Whoopi Goldberg not do before acting? Was it being a morgue beautician, being a line chef, being a bricklayer? Which did she not do? A. Morgue beautician. Tyler. I don't think she was a chef. Tyler would be correct again. Mm. Really? She was a morgue beautician and she was a bricklayer. Surprised nobody said that. Before acting, Johnny Depp. A. Swept floors at a hair salon. B. Worked at hot dog on a stick. C. Sold ballpoint pens over the phone. Oh, love a good ballpoint pen. Going A. <laughs> Final answer. I'm going to go with C. C, sold ballpoint pens over the phone. Blair is correct. Oh, I always time. stick with Blair, my pen. On the board. Nice to go. Interesting. I like that. Before he was famous, Kanye West was a sales assistant at Gap, a personal assistant to a designer, or a door-to-door magazine salesman. I used to be hooked oh. on crack, and now I'm not. <laughs> no, he was so. I feel like he was like B, A or B, but B. I go. Here's going B, a I'm personal going. assistant to a designer. It's tough. I'm gonna go A. Tyler, a sales assistant at Gap. Kanye West did work at the Gap. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I could totally see with, Kanye with all the Gap. fashion stuff. He's he was in, in well a gang. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. like a Gap for mm-hmm. sure. Well done, Tyler. Three to one. Which of the following did Hugh Jackman not do? Before acting, was he a PE teacher, a party clown, or a choreographer? Which did he not do? I'll go with A. 
Blair says he was not a PE teacher, but was a party clown and a choreographer. Tyler, what is your answer? Theatrical. I, I don't like think I he's doing the other two things. I don't think he was a party clown. He Maybe. was a PE teacher, and he was a party clown, charging oh. fifty dollars a show. He was not <laughs> a choreographer. What was his? He was the greatest showman. Uh, uh. Bubbles, Bubbles, the party clown. Let's keep going. Yeah. Before acting, John Hamm worked as a makeup artist, a set dresser for porn films, or a mobile repairman. I'm going to stick with B. Blair's going to set dresser gonna, for porn films. That's all. She would. <laughs> she, her mind's always in the gutter. I feel like going he belongs. Johnny Hamm belongs on the side of the van. That somebody drives that's a handyman, like you're thinking of George Brazil. George Brazil. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's, that's some George Brazil. So, so you're go going see. to see mobile repairman. Blair was right. He oh, worked oh, as a set dresser for porn films. Holy Said at God. one point I basically just moved around furniture around naked people. Played it off as no big deal. <laughs> Amy see? Adams was a manager at the limited, taught third grade math, or worked at Hooters. I, don't, I feel like I could Stay see away her from the frozen food all. section. Your three, boobs will harden. Three different ways we can go. Here. I could so see her being a teacher because she's like so super. I could all. She's like pretty chesty at the same time. So I could maybe even see her. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say C. Blair's going C. Get wild. She 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 that, tested her luck with the porn did. films in the last one. And she's it worked going, out. Yeah, she's going right for the Hooters in this but one. But this is what. What's the you, score now? Is it? She uh, didn't we're not keeping do. track here, but it's pretty close. We should. Pretty sure I'm winning. I think it's no, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it's pretty close. I think it's 3-2 me. Tyler, you got an answer for Amy Adams? I'm going to go B. Taught third grade math. You're incorrect. Blair was Damn. right. She did work at Hooters. Oh, Hootie dude. Yes, sir. Before he was famous, John Bon Jovi worked as a Christmas decoration maker, an employee at a sex shop, or the desk clerk in the mayor's office. I'm going to go with A. Blair's going Christmas decoration maker. She's thinking, there's no way he could make that up. It's too ridiculous. <laughs> too ridiculous. <laughs> the dirty answers have been paying off for Blair, so I'm going to go B. Ooh. Ooh, employee at a sex shop. Yep. I think he sold dildos. Yeah, you fell out of that trap nicely. Blair's right again. She God was a Christmas America. decoration Ooh, he's a maker. Man. He's a holiday man. Oh, yeah. He was a folk singer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good one. Whom of the following were not carpenters before acting? A. Matt LeBlanc. B. Harrison Ford. C. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was not a carpenter. Blair, do you agree? I know that Jim Carrey did like janitor and custodial work, but I'm not sure. I'm going to go with Matt LeBlanc. You were both right. Up until Blair said Matt LeBlanc, <laughs> because Jim Carrey was not a carpenter, and in fact, he was a cleaner in a factory. Oh. Yep. Okay. So yep. Matt LeBlanc and Harrison Ford were carpenters. Fun fact. Brought to you by Crack.com. At age 35, Harrison Ford was fitting a door for Francis Ford Coppola when a studio executive testing actresses for a new film asked him to help out by reading the lines written for the male lead. That film was Star Wars. Wow. So when you're a carpenter, Jeez. you uh, never know what doors can open for you. Those are some fun opportunities. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> it's a wood joke. Before acting, Vince Vaughn was a shopping mall security guard, a lifeguard at the YMCA, 
or a pest control specialist? I'm going to go with the YMCA. I could just see him in the whole like gear, like yelling at people, yelling at kids, all like dodgeball style. So Tyler says C pest control specialist players going with B lifeguard at the YMCA. Like myself, Vince Vaughn was a lifeguard at the YMCA. That was also (laughs) my first job. (laughs) Yeah. This is a good one. Did you ever save anybody? I actually did, but I also kind of caused the accident at the same time. (laughs) So it does not count. It was my turn over the deep end, and there was this cute little girl, and she was scared to go off the diving board, but she was holding up my line. And I could tell she was kind of scared, and I didn't know if she was going to go in or not. I I, I told her at first, I was very nice, you know, I go, you know, you need need to jump in if you're going to. She kind of gave me this look, like, I don't know, and... You know, we, we had that back and forth a couple times, and finally I was kind of got a little stern with her, and she jumped right in over the side, and I saw she just went right to the bottom. She wasn't going back up. Oh, no. you boy. Yeah, it was one of my only saves, but I did, going a, in. I did a textbook save, brought her out. Yeah, at least I feel, you saved her. I feel like I, I kind of You pushed her, it, but you saved her. But I saved you her. You verbally pushed her. I, say, I verbally pushed her, but I saved her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Ozzy Osbourne worked in A slaughterhouse in a mental hospital or in a flower shop (laughs) see you know what you want to say i'm gonna go with he you want i think he worked in the flower shop going b tyler's going to mental hospital you're both wrong he worked in a slaughterhouse oh yeah we should have known we said that as soon as he said that we were like you liked it and then you changed it up go with your instincts we should have gone with your instincts go with your gut before acting George Clooney was a pizza delivery man for Domino's, gave tour guides at a museum, was a door-to-door insurance salesman. I'm going to go with Domino's. Insurance. Like maybe he's a pizza guy. He's a state farm representative. Point for T Biscuit. Yeah. Was a door to door insurance. He's such a salesman. Yeah, if yeah. he was anything other than an actor, he is a salesman. I'd buy insurance from I that made guy. the other two up. <laughs> I like this one. Before acting, Danny DeVito was A. Hairdresser in a mortuary B. Clerk in a video store C. New York City cab driver God, I would love if he was my New York City cab driver Wouldn't you love that? That'd be like the best situation ever I heard they're bringing back Cash Cab And I love Dan Bailey But could you not Would you not just love it if Danny DeVito was like I would just like Can we just keep going around the block So we can just chat I wouldn't want to do trivia with Danny DeVito I just want to talk to him With Dan Bailey I'd be like What do you got? Like it's I'm, ben. I'm ready. Yeah, it's Ben it Bailey. It is Ben Bailey. I said Dan, Dan Bailey because you're a Cowboys fan and Cowboys are starting. <laughs> that is right. Except for Dan Dude, Bailey doesn't, doesn't even play for the Cowboys anymore. anymore. Ben Bailey. Ben Bailey, comedian. Ben Bailey. I'm sure Dan Sorry, Bailey ben loves Bailey. trivia. <laughs> I wonder if Dan Bailey loves trivia I bet as Dan much Bailey as loves we trivia. and Ben Bailey love trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have an answer? Hairdresser in a mortuary, clerk in a video store, or New York City cab driver for Danny D. Blair likes New York City cab driver. Going video store. Neither of you, correct? What? Really? How is this possible? He was a hairdresser in a mortuary. You think I can make that up? Before acting, Christopher Walken, A, worked in a graveyard. B, worked as a lion tamer at a circus. C, worked as a burlesque dancer. Oh, I hope it's C, but we've never seen any moves. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, he dances. Oh, that's actually so true. Fat boy now that I'm thinking, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm thinking of all yeah. the times I've seen him. Walking videos. likes to move his body. Yeah, he yeah. Does. He's but a dancer. burlesque, I don't know. 
I'm going A. Lear likes graveyard. I don't do think, think he knows how to tame a lion. No. I don't think so, hmm? Well, that's Maybe. Exactly, if that's exactly what he did. I was going to say, if anybody he could, I guess it is Christopher Walken. He a lion Walken. tamer Whoa. in a circus. Hey, I mean, Walken, I actually could see Blow that. My mind what right have now. I told you? Tacos. <laughs> 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 Which of the following did Kristen Wiig not do before acting? Sold peaches at farmer's markets, worked at anthropology, was an upscale dog grooming specialist. Oh, that's a tough one. Which one did she not do? Because she did two of them. Hey, all the way. Sold peaches at farmer's markets. Tyler does not believe it. You don't think she, she never sold peaches? peaches? I'm a peach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with C. Blair's going with her not being an upscale dog grooming specialist. And that makes Blair a specialist because she's right. Ooh. She did work at Anthropology. I see her with those peaches. And she sold peaches at farmer's markets. I feel like and you can see the answers over there. Whom of the following didn't teach aerobics classes before acting? Amanda Peet, Connie Britton, Lucy Liu. Connie Britton? Tyler? Amanda Pete. I feel like I could see Lucy Liu and Amanda Pete, but Connie Britton's like got it together too. So but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay Go with Pete. Connie. Connie Britton did teach <gasps> aerobics did. classes before she acting. She's like fabulous. But Lucy Liu did teach yeah. aerobics yeah. classes yeah. before acting. Oh. Amanda Pete really? might have taught aerobics <laughs> classes before acting. I should have fact checked. I'm gonna want you but to Amanda look more Pete into that. <laughs> <did not. laughs> Connie Britton and Lucy Liu did. Last one before acting. Jason Statham was a motorcycle mechanic, a competitive diver, or an underwear model. I mean, he has a pretty good body, even though he is a bit short. He's not a mechanic. He's not a mechanic, he says. Okay, all right. Motorcycle mechanic, he says no. I'm going to go with C. Blair's going C, underwear model. Tyler, you think it's not motorcycle mechanic. Is he a competitive diver or an underwear model? He's a diver. Tyler is correct. Yeah. He's a diver. He was a competitive diver. I heard you talking about my diving. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun game. That was a good game. That was a good game. That was really good. I don't know who won. We actually should have kept tallies. Yeah. We really should have. No, we'll, I feel good about it, but I think Tyler did. We'll check good replay. Let's take a break. are back we've had a dart and a fart and now it is time to start a segment on some crunchy stuff about shia labeouf i am excited to get into this for saying that correctly thank you thank you i'm so proud of you um modern family ruined the the way that you could pronounce his name i thought that you and i were going to the movies tonight you know, to see that one with Shia LeBouf. <laughs> Permanently in my head. It's, and you guys talk about it nonstop. It's and tough say, to go back. <sighs> Once you go boof, it's, a, it's, 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 it's hard to go back. It's hard to go back. <laughs> I would like to put a bold prediction on wax right here today on Something Crunchy. Okay. <laughs> What's Shia that? LaBeouf is about to make a colossal Hollywood comeback. Really? Oh, um, I like yeah. it. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. He's a good actor. He's just a little strong sometimes. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's cool. I mean... What's he got coming up? Yeah. He's got two movies coming out before the year is over. Really? I've actually seen a few things on the... But I want to hear... 
One I'm excited about, about, one I'm like super excited about. So I just caught a uh, a clip of him um, in his new co-star, Zach Gottsigan, uh, who has Down syndrome. And they were on uh, Good Morning America talking about their new movie, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes. yes. Uh, I saw, saw the that. trailer for that. Yeah. They are yeah. like really, so really cute. good. It looks awesome. They have like the sweetest friendship, too. It looks solid. Yeah, that Zach, looks amazing. Zach runs away from his care home to make his dream of becoming a wrestler come true. He meets outlaw Tyler, Shia's character, and they journey together in a heartwarming tale of friendship and adventure. This movie comes out this month. I'm really stoked to see it. They yeah. they had like an awesome chemistry. Shia was really open about like how, um, you know, kind of changed his perspective. How, you know, this guy, you know, comes in with a fresh perspective and open heart. He sees the world differently. You know, he made a really good point in that segment where he says that, you know, when you hear him, you lean into him, you want to listen. And, you know, he said that's how he wants to be, you know, moving forward, being open, leaning into people. He's been trying to do more of that. I thought that was I just, that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I, inspiring. Thought, I thought that was mature, inspiring. Definitely. Like that, that was and great. And you know it's going to be good. It's the yeah. producers from Little Miss Sunshine too. Yes, that's right. That is like, definitely yeah, going to be a good one. It's getting a lot of attention already at film festivals. It, it won South by Southwest, right? I believe so. Audience award for South uh, by Southwest. That's right. I'm excited. I'm that's right. Looks heartwarming. I've always been a Shia LaBeouf fan. I mean, he does a lot of different things. You know, everybody knows his commercial stuff that everybody likes. His trivia, Transformers. Even like, Stevens. Yeah. I mean, we go Holes. way back. Holes is one of my favorite books. And when that movie came out, he did it so well. I loved it. He's, you know, he's complicated. He has a, what you would call maybe a checkered past, I guess. But I would say he's exactly what you want your Hollywood star to be. Just like a Absolutely, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Like he's got drama. He gets into trouble. He stays in the headlines. He's complicated. He's very, um, very interesting. But he's yeah. very interesting like if i was you know sitting at a bar and saw like he would be someone i would be excited to like talk to go out for a night with like he he would be a fun yeah, guy he seems like the kind with. of guy that would just like hang out with you absolutely he, he's he awesome ran into you at the bar yeah and just like hey yeah. like a real conversation yeah. about stuff yeah what are you doing after this we're going cool. out to get torqued if you want to come with us like it's going to be a fun <laughs> night like yeah, yeah you yeah, tag along and have a good old gonna, time doing it it's going to be a crunchy outing if you care to join us if, like you want to be a part of it. Yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you brought your own bag of goo for if you want to get weird <laughs> on ours, but you know, we're down we to clown. We got plenty for you. We're down to clown. Okay. What else does he have going on? Oh man. Even more exciting is this next film with Shia Honey Boy, which he wrote the screenplay for. It is about his own childhood. He plays his own father. This is going to be legit. Lucas Hedges plays Shia when he's a teenager. Um, you know, it has been described as truly egoless retelling um i'm pretty yoked for this one he has a really really interesting upbringing after i heard about this movie i dipped into a little bit of research we, we had r and uh, the cinematography you know, get, get looks really it. cool it looks totally different than anything that's looks, out right now for sure. he wrote it he's playing his father um you know his like cool his, his father I mean, is an interesting character by himself you know he was a rodeo clown um, you know, battled drug Rodeo addiction. By yeah, trade. yeah. He was a heroin addict and an alcoholic. Wow. Um, yeah, like cra- crazy. Here, I are, didn't know any of that. Yeah, no, wow. yeah. That's crazy. That's Let crazy. me enlighten you first. This movie comes out on November eighth. That is going to be awesome. I'm really pumped for this one. Um, so it, it made me want to look into some crazy facts about Shia's upbringing, which I have here. First one: his parents would actually dress up as clowns out on the corner of the street to sell hot dogs. 
right outside their apartment in order to make ends meet. That's a little humiliating. Well, for, that, that's for like, your child, yeah, you know? that's like, that's, that's the answer stuff. You know, Shia's father, he, like I said, he, he was an alcoholic and also abused drugs during, uh, you know, Shia's childhood when his father went to AA uh, and then to rehab for a heroin addiction, Shia would often accompany him at the meetings, like to yeah, like, go to those meetings like, as a kid. That's tough for a child too. That is really, really tough. But that really influenced it Gives him. you a different yeah. outlook on life. Makes yeah. you grow up really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, his parents divorced, you know, when he was young. The family went through significant, you know, financial troubles. And, you know, Shia's uncle almost adopted him, you know, because his parents were too proud to go on welfare. Um, you know, but he dealt with these hardships through comedy. And, you know, he would often perform imitations of his father to his family. He even began performing at comedy clubs at the age of 10. He described his appeal as ten. having a 50-year-old mouth on a 10-year-old kid. He was on the stage at 10 years old. I've seen a 10-year-old on stage killing it. I felt comfortable getting on stage and talking about like my crazy life in my 30s. He was doing it at 10 years old. It's bold. No, what's bold is looking through the yellow pages, calling an agent up, pretending to be your own manager, and snagging a rep. Shortly after he did this, That's gangster. he booked his first role... In an Oreo commercial. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> My gosh. Shortly after, Even Stevens shot him to stardom. And of course, in 2003, he starred in the adaptation of the young adult novel, Holes. According to LaBeouf, when his father would come visit him on the set... He would hit on Sigourney Weaver. Oh my God. <laughs> Shia says this was one of the most embarrassing moments oh. of oh, his that's gotta life. Be. Like, I'm sure he was all drunk or messed up on drugs too. And he's so like, any father, hey. is, any father is capable Sigourney. of embarrassing their kids. And Blair and I have had the pleasure of seeing our father hit on women in front of us. And that's, and that's what a treat. And and we were, we were a lot older than, you know, 12 or 13 when he was on the set of holes (laughs) (laughs) and and it wasn't, it wasn't anything you wanted to see. I'll tell you that. But let's take, let's say your dad is a rodeo clown and a drug addict and an alcoholic. All those things combined make for a tough situation. mm -hmm. You know, a, a charismatic character. And uh, he chose to hit on your co-star, Sigourney Weaver. Oh. I mean. What do you think Sigourney can't take said? him anywhere, can you? Sigourney probably had a word with production about just that. just like, excuse yeah. me, sir. So, yeah. Somebody I don't know. get Mr. LaBeouf yeah. the fuck out of here, There's please. a rodeo clown in my trailer. Or are you going to get this guy out of here? Or... <laughs> <laughs> can I creep me out? Can see this guy? Another fun fact about the set of Holes. He, uh, John Voigt became a... Uh, big part of Shia's life after that movie he called really? him a mentor and really? a father figure to him but became, Angelina became very close with John Floyd yeah. I don't know that Angelina could say the same thing no, she can't she'd probably say that about Billy Bob Thornton they had kind of a weird <laughs> thing that was closer to like Drinking a weird father blood and stuff she, she's the classic weird. example of daddy issues right there that's like I love Billy Bob he's, he's awesome do love Billy I don't Bob. have a single bad thing to say about Billy Bob no. No. Billy Bob is the man but Angelina just something about her gives me the she's a great actress she yeah. is and, and she and used she to be was good hot she for was, a couple know. you know decade or so and then 
the hotness wore off when the weirdness level went up. It was just like a... It was when the media decided to victimize Jennifer yeah. Aniston to a degree where it villainized yeah. Angelina Jolie. It's That's like when a weird her, perspective yeah, that everybody has. That took it's a, so that weird. Took it's a like big hit. For, you got to be on one team or the other. Are you team Angelina or are you team Jennifer? I think this table unanimously would be team Jennifer. Yeah. Love you, Angelina, but yeah. I mean, we're team Jen. Yep. For I like me some Jen. I mean, yep. what can we say? You can bring her home to meet mom. Angelina, you well, got a high like trunk Jen somewhere. I don't, like think, I don't think my mom would be too disappointed if I brought her home Angelina. Yeah, Jolie. I I'm think just, she'd be pretty l- proud. Let me, yeah, let me make that clear. Like, well, take... Angelina Face Jolie. Said, your mom's, mom's no Sharon Stone. <laughs> mom's no Sharon Stone. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> you got me too deep, man. In order to snag his role in Lars von Trier's Nymphomaniac, Shia reportedly took pictures of his ween and sent them to the director. If that oh, wasn't wow. enough, he also taped himself having sex with his girlfriend and sent the video along too. Oh, no. Von Trier is no stranger to courting controversy, and LaBeouf got the part. Wow. What movie was that for? Do you think he just likes well, to I mean, do Oh, well, maybe it's just all a part of the... Yeah, of course. He's doing a movie called Nymphomaniac. Yeah, the so movie's called Nymphomaniac. It's a little I method mean, acting. It's bold. I right. mean, it's it's right in I line with what he did, pretending to be his own manager and getting, like, that's awesome. He did yeah. that at 12 years old. Like, that's nuts. Like, He's, man... Definitely got some code. Go Shia. Like, that's awesome. He's a marketing genius. He just that's knows great. how to, like, he, yeah. move his own brand yeah. along by himself. And I read also that he didn't do it because he was so much into acting. He, uh, like, he made friends with another child actor and saw what it was doing for him financially and was like, this would really help out my family. And he, he did, like, his motivation was to do it for financial reasons. He took roles for financial reasons. He did that and still supports his family financially. He, That's like, awesome. he takes pride in doing that. He and did it from great. the start. You can tell he's, has. like, a natural, too. Tyler hit him right on the money with how smart he is. I mean, he actually got accepted into Yale University, but opted to focus on his acting career instead. Pretty so good he, choice. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a smart guy. He's a really smart guy. Here are some crazy facts about Shayev getting into trouble. And, you know, he's been arrested. We know that. Handful of times. Many times. Many times. All for different things, mainly all alcohol related in some way. We won't get into the man's whole criminal history, but I will say that my favorite arrest was on his 21st birthday when he got all uh, Patrick's wasted and uh, went into Walgreens, <laughs> kept getting thrown out. Rumbling, <laughs> bumbling, yeah. stumbling. He kept coming back in and after like a different wardrobe change, came back in in different costumes, like I don't know if they were different characters or just different things that he had. Kept coming in more and more drunk and you know, he, he got arrested there for doing that, but yeah, and, and sounds pe- like an Andy Kaufman people, thing to people do. mess with does. him a lot. You know, he has an explosive personality, and, and you know, he sounds like a guy like who's just you know, he's, if he hears the wrong thing or if you you know press a button, like he's going to explode. That's what makes him a great actor. He's very intense, and that's like that's what makes him great. So I could totally see how he'd be, especially with alcohol involved. Like you know, the wrong guy at the bar. Like I could see how that could go the wrong way. Absolutely. Well. Let's do talk about the plagiarism he got in trouble for. In 2013, he released HowardCantor.com, a short film on the internet. Almost immediately, bloggers found similarities with this film and a comic by Dan Close called Justin M. Damiano. It wasn't exactly clever plagiarism either. Each of the opening monologues were apparently identical. The entire monologue? 
I mean, there's one thing about like That's you can be inspired by did someone's say that he work, wrote it? right? Right, by, but yeah, doing did the he whole reference thing. it at all? No, no, he did, and, and that's he what made, he got. In he trouble said for. like, "This was me. I did this. I wrote this." Or was he like performing that other person's monologue? He's, he's even a known fan of of this guy's work and work like this. So like, it was more than influence. He was like, saying, he was, "This is my original yes, work." Yes, yes, and you know, and we don't know the details. Maybe someone else was involved. Maybe someone said it was an original. Said that he could have put his Might name have on to it. Re- like retract how you know. My say, my yeah. previous statement on how inte- smart he is because yeah, that's a pretty dumb when, thing like, to do for a smart person. Plagiarize an entire well, it monologue. Worse. It gets worse. Shia created three graphic novels of his own in also 2013. Following the scrutiny of his short film, it was also discovered that at least two of these three comics had texts from other works. So he got into writing a couple of these comic books, some graphic novels. He wrote three of them. At least two of them have already been confirmed to be completely ripped off. Plagiarism. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is he like, is someone helping him that he just like thinks that... And he's taking the fall because he's yeah. got the name. If someone is, is, is he- they are awfully close because it, it gets even worse. Just wait for this. When he apologized for his plagiarism transgressions, he actually plagiarized his apology from the Yahoo <laughs> Answers page. This is some Andy Kaufman shit. I'm telling you, he's fucking with us. It could be. He's super into the performing is it that arts. Where he's I think like that's. Super a, into I think he's this, this is med performance, and we won't know it until he wants everybody to know that this is performance. He's art. a Hollywood guy. He's been in it since he was you a kid, think? and he's it's an possible. artist. Yeah, it's I think so he's. Possible. I think he's fucking with us. I would like he could do it out of boredom. He could do it because he can. He can do it just like. But with plagiarism, that's kind of tough, though. Tyler could be right, though. It really could be a you know performance art piece, and that he's known for doing that. In 2014, LaBeouf caused even more scandalized stirrings when he showed up to the red carpet of Berlin International Film Festival with a paper bag on his head. Scrawled on the bag in permanent marker were the words, I am not famous anymore. It was later revealed that this was a part of a larger performance piece with two other artists, intended as a commentary of, among other things, the plagiarism debacle. During the performance art campaign, he tweeted out, I am not famous anymore. Every day. Or is he just trying to make something out of the plagiarism deal? There's no way he would turn it into it at that point. It was all staged. It's got to be. And if and he's I, not messing with us, then like he's yeah. really got to screw loose. And what from what I've seen lately, he seems really down to earth now. So For I don't sure. know if that stuff Definitely. is... He seems like he's, like, like I said, I think he's making a yeah. huge huge comeback and you know it, there's a lot of movies that everybody so. knows him for um you know i do want to get into some of his lesser known movies like which, which are awesome like i've seen a lot of his movies that's what makes me such a big fan is he does a lot of different things dude has a lot of range um he considers the greatest game ever played in 2005 his transition movie from child such actor to yeah. adult actor i love this movie one Tyler. of my favorites tyler how much do you love that. this movie as a former golf teaching professional, it's one of my favorite golf movies. Francis, we met. Yeah. Uh, U.S. amateur golfer in 1914. I nailed it. Yeah, I, hopefully. That was, I was pulling that out of thin air. Um, qualifies for the U.S. Open uh, at a course that he lived across the street from uh, that he used to 
caddy and work at and just a crazy tale of how he made it from nothing basically and his father didn't approve of him playing golf because at the time yeah. that wasn't a you know a, that's the a best part of for the movie. poor man and the family was very uh, low income and stuff and and he worked in a sporting goods store but yeah in in the movie the golf part was absolutely great it yeah. was exciting the score was great it was filmed great there was some awesome uh, cinematography from the way that they they filmed like certain shots from like the tee box um, but really what made the movie stand out and where the like really good acting came in was with the relationship that he had with his father you know obviously yeah, he did not approve yeah, of, of him golfing he was really stirring on him um, I mean it, 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 it's a tearjerker at the end you know if you're an amateur playing in the US Open you get no money from it if you win obviously he did and they're hosting him up at the end and it was tradition yeah, to hold up the dollar bills and when he sees and looks down and sees his dad holding up the dollar bill like yeah oh if you don't cry over if some you, of that then something's wrong with you wrong. like yeah you're missing it you're missing a little piece of your soul yeah. like man so that that was such a good one i was definitely wanting to bring that up also um a guide to recognizing your saints in 2006 this is like some, a great cast here robert downey jr channing tatum rosario dawson even diane weist a coming-of-age yeah, drama good. about a boy growing up in Astoria, New York during the 80s. As his friends end up dead on drugs or in prison, he comes to believe he has been saved from their fates by various so-called saints. It's a great movie. I mean, Why have we not seen this? You have, like, this is a totally great film. Never like, seen it. Yep. Sorry, it's 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 a great. See, this I'll is, have this, to. This uh, is why we talk about these. put yeah. that on the old weekend list. Yeah, that things great. to do. Yeah, put it in your queue, bruh. Yeah. Oh man, coming up next. Yeah, in 2011, this is a obscure one. He did a short horror mockumentary with Kid Cudi called Maniac, which is about a camera crew that follows two serial killers. Interesting. This one I have not seen, Ooh. but this is like some of That's his lesser good. known works that seems like I real, love Kid really Cudi. Solid. Kid Cudi's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're good friends. They do music uh, stuff together. He does his uh, music videos a lot. Uh, Shia LaBeouf does. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this one I certainly have seen. This was a crazy movie. He starred in 2013's Charlie Countryman, which was definitely a wild movie. While traveling abroad, he falls for a Romanian beauty, played incredibly well by Evan Rachel Wood, whose unreachable heart has his origins in her violent, charismatic ex. Um, this movie definitely leaves a really weird taste in your mouth. <laughs> it was very memorable Love and, and definitely worth seeing. Another movie that kind of leaves a uh, strange taste in your mouth was that uh, American Honey, which I know both of you saw. That was uh, in 2016. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where a teenage girl with nothing to lose joins a traveling magazine sales crew and gets caught up in a whirlwind of hard partying, law bending, and young love as she travels across the Midwest with a band of misfits led by Shia LaBeouf's character. The movie was almost too realistic for me. It made me like really anxious in a lot of scenes. I I was a lot of anxiety. Mid panic attack. When they're inside those houses and you're like, and there isn't a lot of. You're right. Yeah. it does seem very realistic. And it totally wasn't a lot agree. of satisfying parts either. It kind of like no. leaves you like, you know. You're, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. And yeah. There's never like a pushback yeah. or like a, a payoff a or real, anything. Yeah. It's, it's always relaxing. just like. And all the characters are pretty crusty. Like they're. Yeah, they're real dirty. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't, I really like it's, it's the crusty actually, crew. But like. I mean, no, like the acting was great. The characters, really the characters were great. But it was just interesting. I wasn't like expecting it. I'm like, oh. 
we're, we're exactly seeing. like you said like i felt like i was like there we're seeing uh, and another one which I liked, this one was more recent, um, 2017, he starred in Borg versus McEnroe, the story of the 1980 tennis rivalry between the placid Bjorn Borg and nice. the volatile John McEnroe. He was perfectly casted for the part. And I thought I thought he really did a great job being McEnroe. This was like an I absolutely solid I have not seen flag. this, but I, mean, I definitely it, need to because the, I know that rivalry so it, it well. Was, it was great. And McEnroe was so like so explosive. So he plays McEnroe? Oh, he yeah. plays McEnroe. Um, yeah, really really good like the great story um and john mcenroe he's just an interesting character by himself oh, yeah. and like and you know he yell at refs like he Can really, really was playing him well yeah, yeah and he did like yeah it was it was filmed really well like okay, that, well, that was great yeah we got a list well uh let's let blair take us on a crunchtastic voyage you got any uh <laughs> got any headlines what's the new scoops <laughs> so I read on HuffPost this week that the headline reads, Woman puts octopus on face, ends up in hospital. Oh, oh. no shit. That's yeah. Oh. So, That's happened to me before. Okay. Right? You, you guys so, have never had the old octopus in the face? She, like, she was I doing the, the like, Kylie <laughs> Jenner lip thing and octopus wouldn't let go. Is that just like crazy? Okay, so she wanted to get a funny picture, which is like already something to talk about because it's like the links that people go to these days to get a funny picture, interesting right. picture. Oh, yeah. Or for video. For social media. Like, oh, it's crazy. It is insane. It's crazy. Doing so it for she, the gram. She literally tried to, she like wrapped tentacles around her ears and her nose, and then she couldn't get the like beak off her face. <laughs> it was like wrong. There was like Good bleeding for that octopus. profusely. I mean, it was like a oh serious infection after. <laughs> That bit her chin like it was like a serious experience, and it's like, was it worth it? Was it worth it? That's a good question. I hope not. Would you put an octopus on your face to get a funny picture? No way. Totally. <laughs> That's Absolutely. animal abuse. Like you would do it. Release the cracking. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. Well, so also going on this week, which I'm actually pretty jealous that like I'm not there right now in Finland. There's a heavy metal knitting championship. Wait, 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 wait. Sounds like a real hoop. So wait, in wait. Finland, a heavy metal knitting championship where the goal is to showcase your knitting skills while dancing to heavy metal music what? in just the most outlandish way possible. Like just blasting Mosh heavy metal knit? music, just moshing and knitting. Is there a lot of overlap between knitters and... And uh, heavy well, metal apparently listeners, there like, is. How many stabbings were there? Oh, I bet they know how to use their needle sticks. Get moshed into? They're knitting needles. It's gotta like, be. Do they really mosh with the needles? Like, I, I, we're going to need to see a video of yep. this. And I'm, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need your, to explore. Everyone control your needles. But you know what? That's the sign of a, you know, that's the mark of a good headline. Would you not love to go? Like, to go? I can't even knit, but first of all, like, I do want to learn. But how amazing. I mean, I would go to heavy metal knitting championship. That's like the bleachers the for that. Nailing the crunchy Finland. headlines. Yeah. I am into this. So also funny. <laughs> Can you imagine this just made me laugh? Driver tries to avoid ticket by using red sports drink as a tail light. This guy was using like a Gatorade, a red Gatorade taped onto the back of his car to get away with that being a red tail light. Because he had a tail light out? He had a tail light out, so he strapped a red 
sports drink. You wouldn't think to go grab a thing of Big Red? like <laughs> Just like some just red tape? T- <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little bit harder to find, like... But, or some code red Mountain Dew. I know that'd be your choice for your for your. Soft, I mean, actually, I looked light. at it, and I mean, with the Gatorade ball, it was pretty well done. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do it, but was it passable? I mean, I guess not because he tried to avoid the ticket. I think he got the ticket. Fair so. point. Fair point. Um, and then, um, scary but interesting. I saw an MSN. So scientists have made Chernobyl's first homebrew vodka. Whoa. And it's radioactive free. I was gonna well, say, is what's there the extra point? Radiation? What's the point? Okay. The whole point of the marketing of the Chernobyl experience is the radiation. To get if the you're radiation. gonna market Chernobyl, I want the glow here. if you're gonna market Chernobyl <laughs> so alcohol, like we no, really they, need to have the radiation involved. This is like you're gonna get extra torque here. Are they here. just trying to like bank off <laughs> Chernobyl and just the name? Like they're I'm, using gr- the crops on a from farm around the damaged nuclear. Oh, power see, that's plant. cool. So they should say like so, some re- safe amount of radiation. World's first consumer product <laughs> from Chernobyl. That's crazy. For after and of course it's a vodka. First they're tra- monetization. They're, they're trying to surf on Chernobyl. the uh, on the HBO, HBO and you know what? That was awesome. Yeah, I'd surf on it too. They're, the tourism there has like skyrocketed like three hundred percent. People <laughs> are going there constantly. Like Blair Noble, would you get into that and go visit the site? Absolutely not. I don't need to get All of the clothes no. of firemen and paramedics are still underneath that hospital because they're too radioactive. I will travel to even go so many fun places. Pass. Like I don't need to go where like I know radiation is in abundance. I mean, like, no, thank you. I gotta just try and like. If I'm gonna go that travels. far, yeah, no, you're right. And if I'm gonna go that far and like make that kind of to know of that when you come back, you're like, trip, I officially caught cancer and it's not Chernobyl, be Chernobyl, like. Let's do those. <laughs> I get to see the t-shirt now. Put on a little shirt, a little hat or something. Tuck to the hand. Enjoy the Chernobyl yeah, experience. Picked up some cancer at Chernobyl. Like, <laughs> got the t-shirt and everything. That's you fun stuff. Got to stuff. keep the souvenir cup. <laughs> oh Love my god! It. And then so also. One of our favorites, Adam Sandler. You blew it! Just saw some like fun facts about him. The Sandman? How much do we love Adam Sandler? Love, love Adam Just growing up, I've watched Adam Sandler through SNL, through all of his movies. I mean, we've just been a fan. As many bad movies as he's made, he's made so many good ones and memorable ones. And like now he goes straight to the Netflix. He grabs like a Jennifer Aniston or Drew Barrymore. He's like, jump in here. He's done a few with both of them. The same other half dozen co stars. Oh, yeah. So on that, he's done 10 movies with which of his co-stars do you think? You know, like you said, he's had many movies movies that he's... It would have to be one of those two, I feel like. Am I wrong? I'm going to say... Wait, you just said co-stars. You did not say female co-star. No. Uh, (laughs) Not. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't going to fall into that trap. I'll actually go ahead and tell you that it's not a female. I know who it is. Uh, Mr. Rob Schneider. That is absolutely correct. Boom. Ten movies. Because you always do think you're like, you know Rob Schneider's going to make an appearance in this movie at some point. I love Rob Schneider. And that's so good. Talk about, he he makes you feel good. He really does. He's so great. So, um, 
So what I was saying about Adam Sandler was that in Billy Madison, he actually hit all those kids with the dodgeballs. He really did. He like was actually doing that, just running around, <laughs> smashing these kids with dodgeballs. It's like the, one of the only like movies Rob Schneider wasn't in. Like, I was actually just thinking that. I'm like, I'm trying to go play like Billy Madison back through oh, my yeah. head. Make more deliveries. Was on the he one. or was he <laughs> not? Radio. We have to look. Yeah, into come back that. later. I'll Indian wrestle you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Peace out. <laughs> okay. Peace out. That is great about Billy Matt. He really hit all those kids. You know they had to that sign waivers. Happened. I'm sure. Like that's like that's awesome. I don't know. That would be funny if they were like. Okay, and that was like his first. Tyler, if they were like for our kid to get like hit by Adam Sandler with the dodgeball, I'd be like, ooh, that would be fun for them. Uh, okay, like throw it. Like, like are you? How 20%. hard is this? He wasn't be? famous yeah. then. Twenty percent. He wasn't. Fa- he wasn't famous then. Like you know, if you're like this is a new up and coming like you know Mike actor and yeah, Adam Sandler now, I'm like throw it hard, you know, <laughs> seventy five, eighty, go yeah. for it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a different <laughs> so story. Just yeah. kidding. See, see what you got. No way. Okay, and then so I love a good like blast from the past relationship. So he dated Alicia Silverstone back in the day. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Is good for Alicia him. Silverstone. My goodness, dated. good for him. Isn't that fun? Cool. Um, I love Alicia Silverstone. I, was, I had the biggest crush on her in the nineties. From her movie The Crush, on like she was, it was only going to be her that could turn my attention away from Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> and man, she really did it in that movie. She looked good, and then. In, Obviously, and clueless. Jenny McCarthy came along and say ambular. She <laughs> took the torch. Wow. Alicia Silverstone was so cute. Yeah. And then with Adam Sandler, I also read that, which was super impressive, and I can't even imagine. So when he goes on stage for stand up, um, he actually goes on stage cold and thinks of all his jokes like directly on the spot. You're just like completely cold, like just going on. Like, Nothing I find that really whatsoever. hard to believe. You think about it, like maybe you're not like prepared or like. But you've got some stuff on the back. Like, how do you? That's all I was saying. Like, stuff. how do you feel about that? You think you he's completely cold? Like, are you ice cold? Or are you just like? I definitely think he does a ton of improv. He wings it when the camera isn't on it or it's yeah. not being recorded. Yeah, he and probably you can even does tell mostly. That he a lot. And, and people love to see that side of him. Like, of love course. to see him just fucking with people in the audience. And like, improv that's, is that's always great. actually like, like that's like great. He could totally go up there. Stuff. You're right. And he could do that for an hour and a half. Yeah. And like, that could be totally good. The only thing that I've seen him do was like specials on Netflix and right? stuff. And it's obviously scripted and planned and he wrote songs and shit so well, that's there's no way I was going to say what about his old stuff style. remember all those CDs and I, that's what I love most oh, about that was his best stuff yeah Damn. the um I do love his songs so much. Did a lot of good ones there. That was like some classic, classic. That that was really what made me like a giant fan of him, even more so than you know his first couple movies. I mean, I was pretty. Uh, I loved him in Saturday Night Live. That I loved him in Saturday. And Night during Live. the nineties, that was like our favorite thing. That, to that was watch. the best crew of Saturday Night and Live Sandler ever. And David Spade, Chris Rock, Rob Chris Schneider, Rock, Kevin yes. Neeland, Chris Farley, Molly Shannon. Will and I guess well, that was later. Oh, that I was know. much different. Oh, yeah, that's that was, very true. Saul, the so, that was the, that was the next Farley. best crew, I think, for Saturday Night Live. But no, that. Uh, Chris Farley um, days, Adam Sandler, where they're all dressed up. Dana Carvey. He was Even before that, Mike like, Myers, Dana Carvey. Mike Myers, Dana Carvey. Like, that was, that was huge. They were all there. That was awesome. That was Love some it. of my like, favorite. Colin. Oh, man. Colin. Well, that obviously Quinn. makes sense of why you improv so much, too. Because when you're used to doing skits and stuff like that for Saturday Night Live yeah. and you're just winging it and being funny, like, you can imagine some of the stuff that they actually scripted and what they just, like, were making up right. on there. Right. Chris Farley would probably they say something laughing. crazy how and could you work with David Spade just jumps you, in. And, yeah. 
Rob Schneider says something and keep it going. Someone has to be the serious character, yeah. and they, it, it's got to be really hard, especially working with the Who is the, the best like host, Farley. do you think? The best host? Yeah. Of Saturday Night Live? Oh, guest know. host. Of that's all time? That's, that, that's a that discussion. you've seen. That's a discussion for another time. That is. And, and I like I this debate. Yeah, I yes. could immediately think of just yes. like... We'll have to dive into Come, that. Yeah, yes. I have like at Coming least four or five soon, I'm thinking of right we're now. We're going to have to prepare good one, and delve into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe come, come up with a game or a competition or, you know, I, I think we can argue about it. That's going to be a crunch test. Oh, yeah. it. it has been a great show. Blair, those yeah. were some awesome headlines. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Cheers, this everybody. Been good show. another Cheers. episode so crunchy. of Something Crunchy. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.